4: city of kinston north carolina it is wednesday february the 22nd in the year of the lord 2023 this is episode 807 of the brian hanks show presented by our good friends over at lenore community college my co hosts john dawson and jonathan massey they'll be joining me at the end of the first hour today for the birthday game but you'll hear from uh jonathan massey pretty much the entire second hour uh very excited about that and hey, Hey, that's that's called foreshadowing. I'll let you know a little bit about that here in a moment, but let me tell you something. We have another great show for you today. Joining me here in our first hour in about 15 minutes or so, he's our regular Wednesday guest. He's the publisher, founder, and editor of the best dang local sports site in the entire country. It's encmoments.com, and uh, it's Junius Smith III. Uh, We're going to get caught up on a crazy crazy first night of prep basketball playoffs last night and he was at two games he was in snow hill he was in kinston uh and got to see two wins last night for our local teams and uh, he's going to also help us preview thursday night's games too, second round games. so pretty excited about that but it is freedom classic week you know what that means it's time to get ready for air force versus navy at granger stadium this weekend our entire second hour is going to include uh, interviews with the two head coaches of this weekend's games. We're going to open the second hour of today's show with an interview that Jonathan and I recorded yesterday with Navy head baseball coach Paul Costacopoulos. Uh, man, fun interview, man. I, I, I love both these guys, Coach Costa and Coach Kaz, but about 30 minutes into the second hour, Jonathan and I are going to be joined live From Colorado Springs by the head coach of uh, the Air Force Academy Falcons, Mike Keslowski. This is going to be an amazing weekend, uh, as it always is when the Freedom Classic rolls in. Uh, I'm telling you, man, it is just going to be amazing. Uh, Friday night, 6 o'clock. Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock, although I was just looking at some uh, weather forecasts that had me a little bit nervous. I mean, more than a little bit nervous. It looks like, uh, man, as beautiful as yesterday was, and I'm going to talk about yesterday because I had a sports lover's dream yesterday. If uh, you were following me on Twitter, you were uh, keeping up with it because I had a blast, a freaking blast yesterday. Uh, But like I said, we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, Freedom Classic this weekend, 6 o'clock Friday night, 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon, 12:30 Sunday afternoon and we're having our uh, our final meeting today of the uh, Freedom Classic uh uh organization committee uh headed up by Scott Alston and Josh Bass. And we're going to probably find out uh if there's going to be a schedule change. There's supposed to be like I said some some shaky weather coming in this weekend. I think Friday's going to be fine. Saturday's going to be a little bit iffy uh, but you know what? If there's one thing I've learned in 54 years on this on this rock that we call Earth, is you really can't trust uh, <laughs> trust weather forecasters or meteorologists or whatever you want to call them because uh, they're wrong about as many times as they're right. I do think it's going to be a lot colder Saturday. I think Friday night's just going to be premium and optimum. And I'm wondering if with both teams in, if maybe we'll do a double header Friday. Maybe just take Saturday off, have the banquet that Saturday night and then uh, play the final game on Sunday, or if they're going to uh, maybe try to do a double header Sunday. Uh, usually they try to avoid that, though. I can tell you after, uh, what, 11, 12 years of doing this now, that uh, the, their getaway day is on Sunday. So I remember we had a 17 or 18. In fact, uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what was it, three, four years ago? I think it was before the pandemic. We had a, a a very long, on Sunday, an, an 18, 19, 20 inning game, something like that, and they were getting stressed because, uh, yes, they are military, and they can pretty much set their flight plan how they want to, but they still try to get out of, uh, out of Kenston, you know, Sunday afternoon. So my gut is... You know what? I'll know more tomorrow morning when you're listening to the show. But as of right now, as we, as I'm doing the show live right now at 7:05 a.m. on Wednesday, February 22nd, that is the schedule. Friday night at six, a uh, Friday night at six, Saturday at two, Sunday at 12:30. And if anything changes, follow me on Twitter uh, at bc hanks, and I'll give you updates uh, from our meeting today. We've got a noon meeting. And uh, if we have any updates from that, I will hit you up with that. So uh, that's the Freedom Classic. And, again, uh, today's show, uh, man, very, I'm very excited to have Jonathan in here in the second hour. But in our first hour, Junior Smith
0: III.
4: <clears throat> we'll uh, uh, play the birthday game. then our second hour, uh, Paul Costacopoulos and Mike Kaslowski So uh, a fun Fun show set for you today. Uh, let I, You know what? I just want to jump right into LCC because I had a blast out there yesterday. But let me, let me do my read here first. For almost 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South. But it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And thank you. Man, I had a blast out yesterday. I went to the baseball game. Got to tell you, it's hilarious. Uh, and I kind of mentioned that You're going to hear an interview with, uh, with LCC uh, head baseball coach Gary Smith here in just a moment. But... uh man it was hilarious i uh i had a couple of meetings yesterday i had a noon meeting then i had to uh something downtown kinston so i didn't even get over to the baseball field at lancer field until about 245 and i'm disappointed in myself I almost thought about not going man i'm so glad i made the decision to go because i got out there about 245 uh i look over at susan noble and richard noble who were keeping the scoreboard and doing the music and all that and uh i look over miss noble and i'm like uh, what's the score? cause score i got to tell you the scoreboard was, wasn't working yesterday. uh so they were keeping everything on paper and uh she said it's the bottom of the first and i'm like did y'all start late? No, no, it's just uh the score is 5 to 4 in the bottom of the first inning. And then it ended up being uh, well we were told uh it was 19 to 12 but i guess when they went back and counted everything up it ended up being 20 to 12 was the final the LCC one yesterday but i'm telling you they call it Chamber of Commerce weather when it's just beautiful weather, and you, you can't beat it. And I'm telling you, it was awesome. I mean, it was beautiful. I took my folding chair out there. I took my laptop out there. I could pick up the wireless uh, signal very strong from LCC, the free wireless. So I sat out there and worked some, surf some. Got ready. Uh, got my lineups ready for the uh, Kinston versus uh. uh Goodness gracious, who did they play? North Pitt, the Kansas versus North Pitt game last night. Made several calls, did some PIO work, all while watching baseball. It was incredible, man. Bought me. Man, here's what's crazy. They, you know, they have uh, limited concessions out there, but, man, they have fresh popcorn and water. And, uh, man, I just I had a blast. I was out there from about 2.45 yesterday to about 5.45 and uh just had a really good time and again, they won that game uh nineteen twelve in fact why don't we go ahead and jump into our l c c update um the The lancers are now eight and two overall after they beat uh methodist college j v s team twenty to twelve and again, like i said uh nothing not their fault, but the scoreboard was out, so they were keeping a score on paper and uh I know I reported on Twitter. That the final was 19 to 12, but it ended up being 20 to 12. So congratulations to the Lancers for that big win yesterday. Uh, again, they're now eight and two. And I tell you what, uh, how about we uh, listen to uh, my interview with uh, Coach Gary Smith following yesterday's game right now here on the Brian Hank Show. We're joined here on the show by uh, Lenore Community College head baseball coach Gary Smith. What a win! I got to tell you, as I was just telling Cece, I, the game was supposed to start at two o'clock. I got here about two forty-five, two fifty. And you weren't out of the first inning yet coach
1: no we weren't uh, <laughs> we, we we had trouble throwing strikes today um, thankfully you know we had a lot of guys were good at bats um, you know good to see um, good to see driving guys driving in runs and having the ability to bounce back I mean after being down five nothing Logan Merrick got us back you know in striking distance with with the grand slam and um, He's been struggling a little bit. Um, started to come out of it somewhat over the weekend against Fayetteville Tech. So it was good to see him have a good day. Um, yeah, we we like to be a little more efficient than that um, on the mound. Um, guys just had trouble throwing strikes today for some reason.
4: But still, what does it tell you about your team that, like you said, you can go down 5 to nothing in the top of the first and bounce back and win 19-12? to 12?
1: Well, you know, I think... I think we kind of showed that um, against Fayetteville Tech. I mean, it was a uh, game two; it was a close game throughout, and then in the ninth, then in top of the ninth, we we put up ten. Um, you know, I don't know that I don't know that we're built for that, but uh, it was good that these guys could see how quickly a game can change at this level. I mean, in high school. You know, we had a 7-4 to four lead going into the ninth. Or, I mean, if, if you had a 7-4 to four lead in high school in the last inning, you're probably going to win. Yeah. You know, teams aren't coming back from much of much of a deficit late in games. So, you know, to be able to, after playing, whatever it was, nine, 15 innings and still having the ability to score 10 in the last game, I mean, you know, it's a good lesson and um, these guys got to learn it that you know no lead is safe no deficit is uh, such you can't overcome it
4: quick turnaround i mean you play this game uh, we're ending this right here around uh, 5 45. you travel to chawan
1: tomorrow that's a pretty good road trip for a
4: double header tomorrow coach
1: yeah i you know i, I like it actually um because this time of year You know you kind of you got a pretty good idea who your frontline guys are but you need guys um staying motivated and you know gives us an opportunity to play to play a lot of guys um, because you never know you know what you might need off the bench um, whether it be a pinch hitter or a leaf pitcher a defensive replacement Um, so before we get too deep into our conference schedule, you know those are things we need to learn as a team and who, who has the capability of producing and um, who may not. Ten games into this thing,
4: you're eight and two. Pretty pleased with that to this point.
1: I am. You know, we we've uh, we've yet to face, I guess, what people would assume are the big boys of the conference: Brunswick, and Pitt, and Bryant and Stratton, and you know so. We're going to be happy um, with where we are, of course, at eight and two. But um, we still got plenty of work to do before we uh, face face any of those. And you know, this weekend will give us a really good against idea. Gaston College. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gaston's a D one JUCO. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're nationally ranked now, but they have that capability um, of being a nationally ranked World Series kind of team. Um, so, you know. It, I think the big thing with them um, is the biggest thing of all is we're just going to have to throw strikes. Um, You know, if they hit it 500 feet, so be it. But, you know, that's a team you cannot allow uh, to put up multiple base runners because eventually they're going to put up crooked numbers on the scoreboard.
4: Very good. Uh, I'm not going to ask you this is an audio medium today, not video, that I'm doing. Should I ask you to dance?
1: Not, not today. I mean, <laughs> it's been it's been grueling. Uh, getting through that game was like pulling teeth. I mean, it took so long, and you know, watching our pitchers struggle. I mean, it was it was hard. Uh, you know, even even the guys having s- success at the plate. You know, it's it's almost bittersweet. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so, so, so you owe me one. That's what you're saying, right? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll owe you one, sure.
4: Very good. Coach Gary Smith, Lenore Community College, good luck uh, tomorrow on the road. Good luck this weekend against Gaston College.
1: Thanks, Brian. Appreciate your time. Always a pleasure to talk to you.
4: And uh, really appreciate Gary Smith uh, carving out some time for us there yesterday afternoon uh, after that big 20-12 to 12 victory over uh, the Methodist uh, College JVs. Uh, again, heck of a game if you're a fan of offensive baseball then you loved yesterday's game again five to four they trailed five to nothing after the top of the first inning but rallied back won that game 20 to 12 and i'm telling you there's some bats in that lineup and listen that's a midweek game i mean and he wants to win every game don't get it twisted they play at chawan today they got a double header uh, against the chawan university jvs today and he wants to win every single game coach smith does but he is not going to use his premier arms in a uh, weekday game. He's saving them for uh, the conference games, the Region Ten games, including uh, Gaston College this weekend. And uh, but still, fun game, man, and just beautiful yesterday. Uh, again, I, I just can't. And then you know, I did that did that game yesterday, and then went to Kinston High last night. Got to watch them win their playoff game, which we're going to get to in uh, we're going to get to here in a little bit with uh, Junius Smith the third. And, uh, man, just a, a sports fans dream yesterday. I, I think somebody on Twitter, uh, when I was posting it, it was talking about, you know, yeah, you live in the dream and you know what? You're absolutely right, man. I mean, I remember when I started this journey, what 31 years ago, uh, a friend of mine, Barry Smith telling me, and and if you were at rotary last week or even at the Woodman meeting, uh, last month, and you've heard me talk about this story, but I mean it, uh, a buddy of mine, Barry Smith, uh, at a church I went to at the time. Uh, was one that got me into this and and I still remember his words all the time that hey you can go to a game and go for free and they will well, not even go for free they'll let you in and then they'll even pay you to be there and that's what uh what's so fun that's what's so fun about being in this this field that I'm in and why everybody wants to live my life I guess is that it is it's a blast to uh to to go and watch sports and I'm telling you again a lot of fun yesterday that lCC baseball team man they are lively they have a lot of fun and you need to get out there and see them and you've got plenty of opportunities this season okay so like I said, the Lancers uh, baseball team, now 8-2 and two overall. They play at Chihuahua University Junior Varsity today. It's a doubleheader today, and then they host Gaston College over the weekend. A doubleheader on Saturday and a single game on Sunday. The Lancers basketball team, uh, they've won two in a row, three of their past five. They close out their season uh, Friday at home. In fact, the final uh, regular season game of the season, uh, our home game of the season is uh, Friday night against Guilford Tech. And then they travel to Davidson Davy on Saturday to close out the season. Uh, no chance to make the uh, postseason, but uh, a, a good end to the regular season for Chris Brown and the Lenore Community College Lancers, our hometown heroes. Uh, no one played last night, but I'll give you everybody's schedule though. Dontre Styles and Carolina—they're 16 and 11 overall. They're 8-8 in the ACC. They are at Notre Dame tonight at 9. That game will be on ESPN. Then they're home versus Virginia Saturday. That game will be on ESPN. That game's at 6. I'm hoping I am done with the Freedom Classic in time to get home and watch that. (laughs) Uh, Isaac Parson and Jeremy Dixon of Winston-Salem State, they play today at 1230. I will be watching that on my laptop Uh, They take on uh, St. uh, St. Augustine's today at 1230 in the CIAA tournament in Baltimore. If they win that game, and I fully expect that they will win that game, they will face Claflin Thursday, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Uh, Damian Dunn and Temple—they uh, are 15 and 13 overall, nine and six in the AAC. They are at Cincinnati today at seven on ESPN two. So how cool is that? You watch Damian Dunn and Temple on ESPN two at seven, and then at nine o'clock you get to watch uh, you get to watch uh, and Carolina at nine, uh, and then at twelve thirty today watch Isaac Parson and Jeremy Dixon uh, in the CIAA tournament. Man, it's just Kinston everywhere. I love it. Uh, Ashanti Lynch in Maryland Eastern Shore uh they've won two in a row uh, although ashanti didn't play in the last game they played monday night uh, against nc central and won at 92 to 74 but she didn't play in that one however uh, hopefully she'll be back on the court today as uh, the hawks will be taking on coppin state that game is at five thirty, and then they turn around and play at coppin state saturday at 2 amaji dodd and uh, charleston southern they're eight and seventeen overall, four and ten in the Big South. They've lost six straight, and I think ten of their last eleven, something like that. But they're at UNC Asheville today at six thirty. Then they're home versus the Blue Hose of Presbyterian Saturday at four. Final regular season game of uh, the twenty three season for University of Mount Olive and Coach Dory Hines. Who are ten and seventeen overall? They're eight and eleven in Conference Carolinas. Big, big, big game tonight in Florence, South Carolina at seven thirty, as they're going to be taking on Francis Marion University. And we'll get all the uh, we'll get caught up on all that. What their postseason looks like if they have a postseason with Shane Albee tomorrow uh, from the University of Mount Olive. And then uh, last and definitely not least, Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, they've won five in a row, and they are in action today. How about that? Every one of our hometown heroes are playing or coaching today. Uh, They are at LSU today at 7 o'clock. That game will be on SEC Network. Then they're home versus Florida Saturday at 6. So uh, there you go. That gets you caught up on all our hometown heroes. No, I know. I'm 20 minutes into the show, and I've not talked any about prep basketball. Well, there's a rhyme to that reason uh it's because i'm going i'm getting uh junius smith the third up here on the line with us and we are going to uh talk about uh last night's games and get all that for you tell you what before we do that though uh let, let's uh thank a couple more of our sponsors here on the uh brian hank show i gotta tell you i've had my life insurance with woman life for more than 10 years and i absolutely could not be happier with it I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one right here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show, if you need a good life insurance quote, or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414, or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. It's right beside Highland Furniture, across from Cell Auto Mall.
5: Arundel Parrot Academy is the largest independent, non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kenston, Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, Snow Hill, New Wilson, Goldsboro, Trenton, Maysville, Jacksonville, and maybe Hookerton, Parrot Academy remains steadfast in its purpose of providing the best possible instruction and learning environment for its students. Arundel Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston.
3: For more than 60 years, Davis Wholesale Tire has been going the extra mile for you. Thank you to Davis Wholesale Tire for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show, Friday Night Football here on The Bull, and our weekly basketball broadcast right here on 960 The Bull and 960TheBull.com. Stop by and see the experts at Davis Wholesale Tire on Highway 70 in Kinston for your next set of new or used tires
4: and uh yeah go to davis wholesale tire and we really do appreciate uh, all the folks over there for uh, sponsoring our friday night football coverage sponsoring our uh friday night or weekly basketball coverage too uh man davis wholesale tire been with us uh from uh, day one when it comes to that so thank you so much to them you know who else is one of my day one people by god it's junius smith the is isn't that right dude Yes, sir. How you doing? <laughs> I am doing good, dude. I'm trying to figure out uh, some uh, some wacky. And awesome. I mean, I'm not going to not taking shots at it. man some uh some big upsets last night in uh in our neck of the woods just I, I know I'm going to probably say this a couple of times, but uh we're going to hit each one of these games. I'm going to get your uh, reaction to them, Junius. Uh but man, uh, it just kind of shows you the great basketball is played right here in our little portion of heaven, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, that was the biggest thing about it. I I was surprised about about some of these results, but it also lets me know you know what the rest of the, the rest of the state doesn't really have too much on the eastern plains and the eastern
4: <laughs> Carolina, well east Central you're right about that. I'll tell you what, let's jump right into it and uh Dude, first off, I was impressed that you were at Green Central and Kinston last night. I don't nobody else pulled that double off, not even the TV people, man. That was awesome. And game stories up on encmoments.com from Green Central's win from Kinston's win. I'll tell you what, let's do it in chronological order here for you, uh, Junius. Uh, you were in Snow Hill first. Thirteenth uh, seeded Green Central in two A defeated twentieth seeded Camden County sixty two to forty five. Green Central improves to twenty two and six overall. Camden ends their season at thirteen and eleven. Uh, without stealing from your stories uh, on ENC moments, tell us a little bit about that uh, that game over in Snow Hill.
0: Well, the thing about it is Green Central really had to fight for that one because they lost it. they lost their best player due to foul trouble. Uh, he picked up two quick fouls. And he was not seeing the remainder of the first half. But on um, Green Central, they, they went on a bit of a run to end the half and then kept the momentum going in the second half and just went
4: off. You know, and I think that's why, not that you and I would do this, but I think maybe people are kind of overlooking Green Central a little bit. I mean, they were swept by Kinston earlier this year, swept, by, swept, I guess, in three games by Farmville Central. So I think a lot of people may, you know, just maybe kind of overlook Green Central a little bit. But you've been saying this every Wednesday that you come here on the show, Junius. That Rams team, that's a damn good team, isn't it?
0: It really is, because, I mean, Look, yeah, they lost to Kinston twice, could have won one of those games. They lost to Fargo three times, could have won two of those games. And then they lost to Crossroad Christian, who I believe is 26-7, and seven, and they only lost by three points. I mean, yeah, they've got six losses on their resume, but none of them are bad
4: losses. Well, again, I mean, I I have just been impressed with them all year, and I, you and I have talked about this, and we're not going to belabor the point here, but – The job that Blue Edwards has done with that program, and I'm talking about from the minute he took over uh, in Amaji Dodd's senior year to now, dude, he's a heck of a high school basketball coach, isn't he, Junius?
0: He really is. I mean, he's a motivator. He's somebody that's going to tell you what it is, and I have absolutely no problem with him
4: yeah he's awesome he's done a great job well that i, I gotta ask you well we're, we're, kenston defeated north Pitt. got off to a slow start last night and i noticed uh when i was tweeting the scores that uh you were a little uh, taken aback not taken aback i'll let you choose uh your verb there but uh north Pitt jumps out to a six to one lead and i mean it's two and a half three minutes into the game and you know, we're kind of looking around at Viking gymnasium and going, uh, oh, not a great start for the Vikings. And they go on something like, it was crazy. Like a 15-0 run, 16-0 run, took control of the game. And they, uh, didn't look back and a 67-47 win for the Vikings last night. They're the four seed, uh, North Pitts a 29 seed, uh, Kenson improves to 21 and five overall. North Pitt ends their season at nine and 17. Uh, before I even ask you your impressions of that game, I, dude, I just, you know, this Junius, I tell you this all the time and I, I love you to death and I admire your hustle. What it, now, did you keep it under the speed limit going between snow Hill and Kenston to, uh, get there and catch a, a lot of that Kenston game and then write about it. Uh, so what are you doing? Are you, are you looking at your phone? Are you just driving? Cause it wasn't on the radio last night. What's your mindset? What's going through your mind as you're driving between snow Hill and Kenston last night.
0: My whole mindset was if I can make it by the third quarter, I'm going to be all right. So my whole thing was, you know what? The fact that I was able to make it at halftime and no, I didn't speed in this case. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'm not trying to get you in trouble with, uh, you know, with uh, our, our sheriff and our highway patrol and our Ken- great Kansas police department or anything. I just, dude, I got to tell you, I would, I, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of setting the cruise control for eight or nine miles over the speed limit and doing that, dude.
0: Yeah, like I, I didn't set a cruise control or anything. Like honestly, <laughs> it was one of those things where it's just like, I just got on on a road where I didn't, I didn't deal with traffic.
4: That's awesome, dude. But, uh, Kenson 67, 47 over North Pitt. pretty much what you expected in that game. Right?
0: Pretty much. I mean, I felt like Kenson should have been able to, to win this game rather easily. And outside of that hiccup, they
4: did. Well, uh, a, 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 fun game. It definitely was a fun game, uh, man. I got to tell you, man, Jalen Cobb is quickly, I mean, you know, I think, and I'm guilty of this too. I think uh, a lot of people maybe were overlooking him because of mirror, mirror transferring in and leading the team in scoring, leading the team in three pointers and all that. But, and again, like I said, Junies, I'm pointing the finger squarely at myself here, dude. I think maybe I overlook, uh, I over, I have overlooked and maybe I continue to a little bit Jalen Cobb, but. Dude, he is – I mean, I can't wait to see where he's going to be in your uh, race for the ENC Moments uh, Boys Player of the Year. He's got to be in – he's definitely in the conversation, right?
0: He is. He's top three up there with um, Trayshon Lynch and K.J. Harper.
4: there you go uh but uh a a great game for him last night 26 points and i know it sounds weird to say junius that he had an effortless 26 points but it really was i mean it's not like i mean you know i don't keep up with shooting since i'm doing the pa and everything but dude he did not miss that many shots last night i'm not so sure i'm not so sure he missed a shot last night dude maybe one I mean, he, he, his efficiency is just way up there, dude. Jalen Cobb is a hell of a player, isn't
0: he? He really is. And the fact that he's been able to step up, he's had some big games over the past few, few weeks. I mean, you can't say too much more about him.
4: Yeah. I mean, he is an impressive player. And, uh, and like I said, I mean, last night, he carried the team last night. And not just with his points, with his 26 of the 67 points for Kenston High, but just the, uh, like I said, just the way he carries himself, man. He doesn't, he doesn't get stressed out. You can tell it when he's out there. He's, just, he's a heck of a player. And, again, uh, definitely got to be in the mix for uh, player of the year in, uh, in, in our area here for the ENC Moments uh, area. Uh, Horace Smith last night. 12 points, 8 points in the fourth quarter, 8 of his 12 in the fourth quarter. And uh, I think he missed one free throw all night long, dude. Uh, a great night for him and something that they're going to need down the stretch here uh, in the state playoffs, right?
0: Definitely. I mean, Horace is, is the X factor for this team. And when he plays well, the team follows.
4: Well, And they definitely do that. Last time we talked to you, uh, they were getting ready to play. They hadn't even played in the East Central uh, 2A tournament yet. Uh, the last time we talked to you last Wednesday, uh, they won that. Uh, they've done it without Mir-mir, uh their leading scorer. They've done it without Marquez Graham, uh, one of the best players uh, that, that comes off the bench definitely for uh, Kenston High. Then you factor in that Khalid Sanders last night was out sick. He wasn't able to play. I mean, it's given this opportunity, especially, and I want to bring up one player who I know for a fact, Junius, we're going to be talking about a lot, not just here in this 23 season, but over the next three seasons, freshman Tyreek Copper, who plays like a junior or a senior, doesn't he?
0: He does. I mean, like having him back for Kesten is absolutely huge. I mean, he, he's another big big X factor for the Vikings, and if he can continue to give the team quality minutes –
4: They're going to be even scarier. Absolutely. Dominic Clark really showed up last night too with 11 points. Uh, And again, I don't keep rebounds. I, I keep it for individual players, but not for the whole team. He had, I mean, he was big in the first half. He probably had six or seven rebounds in the first half. And really shown out too. And that was the difference in last year's second half of the season was Dominic Clark returning from injury and uh, playing very well last year. And I got to admit, and and I'm not denigrating the young man at all, but there have been moments in this season, Junius, where he's just kind of disappeared or kind of faded into the fabric. He's been a starter for the majority of the season, if not all the season. But it was good to see him. Kind of like what we were talking about, Horace, if this team wants to make a run, they're going to need some contributions from Dominic Clark, aren't they?
0: Definitely, yeah. And hey, it's playoff time. Everybody knows what the stakes are, so
4: I'm not worried. Well, I'm going before we get to the rest of the scores here. Let's go ahead and set up Thursday night's second rail playoff game, Julius, Thirteenth seeded Green Central, twenty-two and six, at Kinston, who is twenty-one and five. I know you saw both of these games. I saw the the home game for Kinston against Green Central. They swept the Rams this year. But, again, this is not the same uh, Vikings team that swept Green Central. It's not the same Rams team that lost in two games to Kenston. I can't wait. Dude, take it away. Give us your preview for tomorrow night's game.
0: The biggest thing for Kenston is, yes, like K.J. Harper is an absolute force inside. You know, what Horace does against K.J. Harper is going to be extremely essential. But the biggest thing is, The Rams have some three-point shooters. Like, last night it was Amir Holmes and and Bingo Austin. that had three each. The Rams hit ten three-pointers on last night. And they can really singe the Nets from the outside. So, if Kifton wants to win this game, they have to clamp down on three-point shooters and also prevent KJ from going off.
4: I kind of – well, I want to hear what you say, but let me give my little mini preview. Now, bear in mind, dude, I've seen Green Central one time this year. You've seen Green Central – 10 11 times probably is that a good conservative estimate something like that that's what i fear because you're in snow hill quite a bit i think it's going to be if it i think it's going to be a low scoring game much like that north lenore game uh junius i think that uh I think Kinson's going to try to keep, I mean, I think they're going to try to keep it in the forties and maybe even low fifties. I see. And I, I of course, dude, you know, I'm the biggest Homer on the planet. Go ahead. You can call me that. I don't care, dude. I know I am, but I see a, uh, ah, I think it's going to be 49 40 kind of game for uh Kinson tomorrow night. What What kind of pace are you anticipating for the game tomorrow night? Junius.
0: I mean, that pace wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they, they played a 47-45 game earlier this year. So, I mean, it's not going to be surprising if uh, Kenton decides to slow it down. And, I mean, I feel like that's what Camden County tried to do on um, last night, and it was successful for a little bit. But, like I said, the three-point shooting wasn't enough to push Green Central over the top because not not having um, K.J. Harper for the first half and then Kamari Hall pick up two fouls, you're going your third-string um, post-
4: yeah have to find another way to score well uh Green Central is not North Pitt. and what I mean by that is I don't think uh Kenston can afford to start out slow. I really don't I think they need to uh they need to jump on Green Central early and try to keep them down but uh, again, I got forty nine forty what kind of score are you looking at and who are you picking tomorrow night dude? I am putting your feet to the fire, Junius? yeah, take my feet off
0: the fire I'm not coming up with a prediction on this one. <laughs>
4: You want, you're going to keep your feet cool. Then that's what you're saying.
0: Pretty much like I'm tired. out.
4: <laughs> oh, Junior Smith, the third ENC moments.com. Let's look at the other boys game last night. And how about this? The 26th seeded North Lenore Hawks travel all the way down East or uh, Southeastern North Carolina, take on East Bladen in your neck of the woods, Come away with a 54-49 to 49 win. Uh Man, congratulations to the Hawks for that. Dude, I didn't see it. I mean, I, and I, I really thought North Lenore, you know, they're playing their best basketball of the season right now anyway. They've now won seven of their last eight games. Their only loss that uh, lost to Kinston in the uh, East Central 2A championship game. Uh Your thoughts on uh, North Lenore over East Bladen last night?
0: Yeah, when I saw that score, I was absolutely surprised because you know, I I understand he's blading, but I guess I underestimated that TMZ combo. <laughs> like I don't I don't know exactly what happened that as far as like score wise or, or anything, but I can just assume that, that Traesha Lynch, Dia Rosper, and Malcolm Ramsey did what they were supposed to do.
4: Well, I'm telling you, uh congratulations to Copperhead and North Lenora High School. Uh, 54 to 49 Victor. Like I said, they're now 15 and 12. They beat a 19 and six team. Well, I'm sorry. They're now 19 and seven East Bladen ends their season at 19 and seven. And then tomorrow night, North Lenore will travel to Franklin Academy. Uh, that is a, uh, a school in wake forest. They defeated Eastern Wayne last night, 54 to 50. And Junius, listen, if you can go to East Bladen again, that's your neck of the woods. You know how good basketball is down in that. That's where you grew up. Listen. I think North Lenore has a chance at, at Franklin Academy tomorrow night. Don't you? They really do. Okay. So. Well, I'm telling you that, uh So, I, I, again, I think that we could come out of tomorrow night with two Lenore County teams going to play. Let me ask you this. Uh, it's Saturday, right? It's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday is where they're doing this, uh, these uh, first, or first, second, third round games, correct? Correct. Okay, very good. I just wanted to make sure. So, anyway, so tomorrow night on the boys' side, uh, it'll be Green Central at Kenston. Good Lord Almighty, I can't wait for that. And then North Lenore traveling up to Wake Forest to take on uh, Franklin Academy. So that's our two uh, or our three local teams playing in two games on the boys' side. Let's look over at the girls' side and... Listen, we had uh, we had Donald Mooring here on the show yesterday, Junius. And I got to tell you, and and please forgive me, Coach Mooring, if you're listening right now. And I know we got a lot of South and North listeners. I kind of wanted to have him on the show because it's not been formally, it hadn't been formally announced yet in media that he had, uh, that this is his last season. But I got him to say it here on the show yesterday, and we talked about his career. And Junius, I've got to admit, I had him on here because I was like, you know what? They're going up against a twenty-two and two team. It's very likely that uh, last night's going to be his final game as a head basketball coach. So I want to get him on here while you know, instead of getting him on after he, you know, after his final game. What does he do? They go to uh, Beaufort, come away with a fifty-five to forty-seven win over the Mariners last night. They're now fourteen and ten, and the Mariners end their season at twenty-two and three. I don't care who you are. They, other than the girls that were in that locker room and Coach Mooring and uh, I don't know, probably Jimmy Smith because Jimmy Smith always thinks Southenor is going to win everything. There's nobody outside a couple dozen people that thought Southenor had a chance in Beaufort, did they?
0: No, and the thing about it is, it if you told me that Southenor is going to win this game, I'd have to sit back and and call you a liar because I just did not see it. And the fact that North came out and and picked up the victory, I am I'm so proud of them. I mean, like it was a balanced scoring effort, and they they did what they were supposed.
4: They did a great job to stay in the Oh, absolutely, and congratulations to Coach Moore. I messaged him last night uh, when I left the Kinston game. You'll get a kick out of this, Junius, and he didn't message me back, and I was like, oh, man, I, I wonder, you know, I hope everything's all right. Well, he had to drive the bus home last night from Beaufort to Deep Run, so uh, he messaged me, and we're going uh, to do our best to have him on tomorrow's show too. So uh, I think that's what my goal is, to have all three of our coaches in the first hour tomorrow join us in uh, Copperhead. And Coach Tindall, and of course, and Donald Mooring. So, uh, but we'll we'll get to that tomorrow. But again, hey, they have a big game again. A program you're very familiar with uh, from where you grew up in that neck of the woods, Fairmont, South Lenore at Fairmont tomorrow night. And hey, Fairmont's twenty three and four. But I mean, after you beat a twenty two and two team, I, nothing's uh, too too big of a mountain to climb, is it?
0: It isn't. And the thing is, like with Fairmont being in Robinson County, I'm hoping that South Honor gets this victory.
4: <laughs> I know. Well you don't like Robinson County, dude? No. <laughs> that's all you're gonna say?
0: Look, that that's all that I can say on the radio.
4: <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that later. Fairmont last night, they defeated North Johnston forty three to seventeen, so a very good defensive effort for uh Fairmont last night. But again, South Honor uh at Fairmont tomorrow night. Very excited about that, uh, and those are our uh, three games that we'll be uh, keeping up with. Of course, I'll be at the Kinston game, Green Central at Kinston, North and North will be at Franklin Academy and Boys, then South and North Fairmont. Let's talk about our two programs that saw their season end last night, and we'll start with Kinston. Who uh, I got to tell you, dude, I think you called it last week when I asked you, did you think Kinston was going to make the state playoffs? And you said they had a very good chance. Well, doggone, they did, and then they go to St. Paul's last night and lead after the end of the first quarter and uh, stayed in that game pretty much throughout. But uh, the final score, St. Paul's 60, Kenston, uh Lady Vikings 45.
0: Yeah, that, from what I saw, I think it was on Chris Styles that, that was at the game. Like, he was just saying that this game was a lot closer than, than the final score indicated. I mean, St. Paul's was was on their heels for most of it. So, it just lets me know that Kinston was – even though you know the record isn't what it, what it usually is, look, Kenson still has fight in it.
4: Oh, absolutely! And their season at ten and sixteen. And again, uh, tell you what, man, as good a coaching job as uh, Christopher Bradshaw has done in the past several years. I mean, what he had a one conference loss over a nine or ten year span, or something like that, something crazy like that. Maybe two conference losses. I'm not so sure, Junius, and I could say the same thing about Perry Tindall, and I, I kind of wanted to get into it. Maybe we'll do that next week or whatever, but uh, I think this is one of the best coaching jobs Perry Tindall has done all all in his entire career. I got to say the same thing about Christopher Bradshaw, Junius, because you look at that Kansas team, and I'm not denigrating the young ladies that are on that team. They go out there and they work their butts off, but I'm telling you, I this is a team, you see them in warm-ups, you think, oh, my God, they're going to get hammered. And Christopher Bradshaw wheeled that team to 10 wins this year. And all the years you've seen him, and this is one of his best coaching jobs, wasn't it?
0: I have to say yes. I mean, this is one of those things where, you know, Kenson could have easily folded, but here they were. I think they were, um, they were the fourth season in the conference, and they did an all right job.
4: I think he did a great job. So uh, that's the end of the season for the Kinston Lady Vikings at 10 and 16. And then uh, North Lenore, uh, we knew it was going to be a tough game going to Whiteville, uh, but they gave Whiteville everything they could handle, too. They ended up losing 45 to 37 last night. And uh, Coach Woolley and the Hawks, they see their season end at 13 and 12. So put a, put a nice little wrap on their season there, Junius.
0: You know, North Lenore was a fun team to watch. Um, I, they made it to the to the conference finals. For the tournament, I think they were the number what number two seed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they had a lot of positive moments, but unfortunately, you know, they ran up against Buzzsaw and Southwest, Southwest and then and white against Whiteville. That was that's a tough Whiteville team, and the fact that they were able to to make it a close game, I mean, you can't do anything. but give props to them.
4: Absolutely. Well, there you go. Uh but uh, a big uh a big night of games tomorrow night. Like I said, just highlighted with Green Central at Kinston. I'm so 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 pumped for that game tomorrow night. I think it's going to be a tough game. I listen. Yes, I'm picking uh Kinston to win, but by no means am I do I think it's going to be a uh you know, that it's going to be a blowout or anything like that. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be just an outstanding atmosphere at tomorrow's game, too. Uh, I think the Rams are going to bring a lot of fans. I, I just, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow night, isn't it? I can't wait. Like, I'm I'm getting there early. <laughs> me too, me too. Junius Smith, the third man, you're tearing it up on encmoments.com. Do you really, next week when we talk at this time, we will have had a whole night of baseball games played. The first night of baseball next week, uh, Monday and Tuesday, uh, for, our pro, for our public school teams dude God, i can't believe baseball's already here dude i
0: can't either and i really don't know how i'm gonna act
4: i think you're gonna love it like you always do listen Junior smith's third enc com. uh go there if you want accurate scores if you want uh the uh if you want uh, Good sports reporting. That's where you need to go. Listen, Junius, I appreciate you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, I I will see you tomorrow night at Kinston High, my friend. Sounds good. There you go. That's Junius Smith III, encmoments.com. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the first hour right after that. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, February the 22nd in the year of the Lord 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. It's that game that uh, Jonathan Massey you lead nine days to six. And John Dawson, you trail six days to nine so far. I mean, I just find that kind of ironic. That's too much math for this early in the day, it, Brian. It is a lot of math over there. Jonathan uh, Perry-Dawson, you won yesterday three to two because you knew how old Rue McClanahan Blanche from Golden Girls. At least you were closer. You didn't know how old she was, but you were closer than Jonathan Massey. Uh, Why don't you tell us about uh, Goeco Office Automation?
3: Goeco is run by Jacques Paslec. He's a great American. He has a great beard, and he also has great taste in radio. And he's the kind of guy that if you go see him, if you're making, you know, 200 grand a year, if you just have a cup of coffee with Jacques, you'll be making half a million by the end of the conversation. If you actually buy some of his products, you'll be vacationing in France by
4: lunch. Back to you, (laughs) Brian. I like it. You know what? You made an interesting comment. I agree. He does have a very nice beard. I mean, it's, you know, it's It's, uh, well-kempt. But our beard expert here on the show is obviously Jonathan Massey sitting across me with that uh, full, beautiful beard that you have. What do you think of Jacques Passelik's beard? It's it's
5: good for a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm. Well, it was a good run. You know? <laughs> I mean, a so, long birthday game. <laughs> yeah, it's a long. We're, we'll keep doing the birthday game. Uh, we just won't uh, have. We, yeah. yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, look if he if he keeps trying and believing in himself, eventually it'll be more than a little stubble. <laughs>
4: good God, uh, it's a beautiful beard. Now it, uh,
5: look, it's well groomed. It's it's a little short for my liking.
4: I gotta mention. Uh, speaking of beards, have you seen Paul Suggs lately, or Paul Sugg? It's singular. Uh, Paul Sugg. Have you seen him lately?
5: You mean my cousin? No, I actually He haven't. is
4: your cousin. That's right. I forgot. He shaved his
5: beard. He told you he was going to. He did. He did. But it's gone.
4: I gotta that's
3: have what him on this happens show. when you shave it.
5: No, <laughs> no, don't you do it. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs>
4: I would. I attended. In fact, it was at. It was, What are you doing? Oh, did you just touch my nipple with that uh, with that hockey stick? I gotta tell you,
5: don't love that word.
4: <laughs> oh, at the uh, Go Eco thing uh, last week, uh, dude, half of Kinston was there, and uh, Paul Sugg was there. I didn't even recognize you wanted you. Know, and this is this is not exaggeration, John Dawson. It's not hyperbole. I literally looked at him and then went <laughs> did the dub, the classic double take because I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize him. Yeah. dude his beard was a foot long is that i don't I, think that's I would, exaggerating I would,
5: I, I would consider it charlie casey-esque
4: very there you go that's a very good way to put it and he shaved it all off i just i it blew my mind man
5: uh, uh, this is what maybe month and a half of growth for me
4: wow great beards in Kenson. let's talk about him. burt potter burt, burt potter. potter has a great beard. tyler potter Usually has a gun. Nice, I saw him. full, lush beard. It is. It's like you, dude. You grow a, a very if, nice if beard. If I would
5: keep mine up
4: a little bit better.
5: Mine, most, is, mine looks like I just got out of the bush for... Most yeah. women that Brian
4: date have been great beards for him. <laughs> No, you deserved it. That was good. I got to give you that one. Uh, Charlie Casey. Got to give Charlie uh, Casey. He- my buddy
5: uh, that works with me at the community center, uh, Andy Spence. Andy if, Spence grows if, a
4: great beard. If yes. he would
5: just commit to it. He wants to shave it off into a mustache about once every month or two. But if he would just keep it going. And he's got a twin brother that works at uh, Mother Earth, Alex. Oh, that's right. They played uh, They played baseball. You remember the the game I got hit three times in one game? Yeah. That was Andy. Andy hit you three times. And a now I game. work with him. And that we joke about it probably weekly.
4: That is too funny. Probably should have hit you four times, right? Maybe. Earl Keith. Earl Keith, great beard. What about you? You you know people with beards don't Let's see you? if the first person on the birthday game has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <laughs> point. We've not even talked, to, have we talked about yeah, we did talk about Goeco Office Automation, no, right? I don't think we did did we? No, but we've not given out the phone number.
3: Oh, that's right. Well, so, we had to get on the beard documentary. We got <laughs> thrown off. But
4: any other great beards in Kenston? Oh, jeez. I don't know. I know. Jacques Passelig, Jonathan Massey, uh I Paul think we've Sugg. covered them. We've covered every beard in Kenston at this point. Chris sure. Suggs. <laughs> Ooh, i you know what i'm gonna give you the opportunity to say it again because i spoke over you say who was that it's fine <laughs> my mom your mom judy strickland yeah. your, your mom does not have a beard don't die. I I I'm not, I'm, we're going to try to help you save yourself If you'd here, like okay? to buy
3: something from Goeco over the
5: phone, how can you number. do that? Yeah. You just give them a call at 252 252 286 286, 286, 286 53 53 54 5354 Or visit their website at goeconc.com or what is whatisgoeco.com. Now back to you, Brian, for the birthday game.
4: There you go. There are no musical hints today. Are oh, you all disappointed? Tram. There is a God. <laughs> <laughs> she was on Saturday Night Live <laughs> from 1999 <laughs> to 2006. <laughs> But she has one of the all-time <laughs> characters. And I would say one of the top ten characters of all time on Saturday Night Live. She did. Debbie Downer, who just never ceased to make me laugh. It's... That was with Joe Piscopo. I uh, cannot think. She what was on there for No, from no, 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 no. 99 to 2006. Debbie Downer. Oh, I'm thinking of Joe and Wendy Weiner. Yeah. Excuse did, me.
5: Did she, was she the one that did the Superstar thing?
4: No. Uh, <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. She only had really one great character, but I think she played it oh, so Rachel well. Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch, there you
3: go. She followed Tina Fey. She was supposed to be, she was supposed to be the blonde on Thirty Rock, and NBC wasn't having it, so they used her in other things on Thirty Rock.
4: Huh. They, they always she had like all these different recurring roles on Thirty right. Rock, where she was kind of the crazy woman, and yeah, her and Tina Fey
3: were in uh, um, Second City together and whatnot.
4: Well, I thought she was funny, but man, Debbie Downer was hilarious. I almost pulled uh, some audio from uh, it, from YouTube. You want me to? No. Okay. But the
3: uh, the uh, it was funny, and then the, when they would do the little, uh, wah, wah. <laughs> the live t- the live horn was sure. funny. Yeah.
0: Good morning, welcome to the Mickey's
3: Breakfast Jammer. My name is William, and I'll be serving you today. You guys here on a special occasion? Well, we're here on that new magical gatherings family package. We've got the whole Matusik clan down from Ohio, right, guys? Say hi. 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 Well,
2: great. Let me tell you Mickey specials today. We've got steak and eggs served
5: with some home fries and Mickey waffles. Woo! I love me some steak and eggs.
2: (laughs) Ever since they found mad cow disease in the U.S., I'm not taking any chances. It can live in your body for years before it ravages your brain.
0: You're enjoying your day. Everything's going your way. Then along comes Debbie Downer. Tell you about a new disease A car accident or killer bees A beggar to spare you, Debbie, please But you can't stop Debbie Downer
3: Well, we did it, gang. We pulled it off. A family reunion at Disney! I don't know about you guys, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ride that haunted elevator thingy. (laughs) It drops you straight down!
2: This is my dream come true. I mean, I'm totally serious. Tigger hugged me at the door and I thought I was going to (coughs) cry. I guess Roy isn't doing as well as they first thought. What? Who's Roy? Roy of Siegfried and Roy. He was attacked by his own tiger and suffered devastating injuries. So, uh, hey, who
3: wants to go on Space Mountain with me? Me!
2: bear jamboree. I want to go to every country in Epcot and greet them in their own native language. Hola, konnichiwa, hi. <laughs> Did you guys hear about that train explosion in Northern Korea? Mm. Media is so sensitive there, so secretive. <laughs> <laughs> they, may, they may never know how many people perished. Me, 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 me. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my god. I just made eye contact with Pluto and he's coming over here. Pluto! No! Pluto! Pluto. Pluto. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god, I'm hugging Pluto! I'm at Disney World and I'm hugging Pluto! Somebody take a picture! Oh. I wanna be in it. I wanna be in
0: this one.
2: Well you guys, Disney World really is fun. Makes me feel like a kid again. <laughs> I mean the time before my two-year stint at children's. Boy, it must be fun to work here. Although the biggest drawback to working in a theme park is that you must live under constant fear of deadly terrorist attacks. <laughs> 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 Good old. Good old, wait, where are you going? With that costume on, he's probably in the early stages of heat stroke. <laughs>
4: uh rachel drach dawson you won yesterday so uh how old is she today 53. you say 53 what about you over there mizzle 52. she was born february the 22nd year of lord 1966 so she's 57 today so raring okay you take a one to nothing lead over there uh john dawson and it goes to you Jonathan Massey, they you're going to love this. I thought, I wrote this. I felt pretty proud about this. They called him Dr although he didn't have a medical degree. It's Julius Irving. Man,
3: that's, that was my he was my guy when I was watching the NBA when I was 10 11 years old. Dr. I hated J him. was. You know who why? Because the, oh, they must have beat Boston at some important. Yeah, in
4: 1983 they did and no he to hate Dr the man J they won the game. Dr J and Larry Bird got in a fight. Well, he's probably
3: asking for it. Yeah, he probably was. I mean, who's the best junk
4: talker ever? Uh, Larry Bird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was up there, that's for sure. But uh, Julius, but okay, I'll say. But he's just, he's cool as the other side of the pillow, okay? I mean, Dr. J is just, and even to this day, you'll find out how old he is here and say, he's still just cool. And Mm -hmm. I think he would be fun to hang out with. I really do. Mm -hmm. How old is he today? Uh, 71. You say seventy-one. What do you say, John Dawson? Seventy. <laughs> he was born February twenty-second, nineteen fifty.
5: So he would—he
4: is seventy-three today, uh, Jonathan Massey. Congratulations! You get that. You go. It's one to one. It goes to you, John Dawson. And I don't know any other way to shoot. Yeah, you have to give me credit. Yeah, I give you nothing. <laughs> there you go. I'm the one that's supposed to say that, doggone it. You dropped the ball. I did. Uh, We fell in love with her in E.T. She's been in a ton of different... True Barrymore. I think she peaked in E.T. personally. I don't know, man. She's got annoying as an adult. She is a little annoying, but man, I... A little? Well, I'm just thinking about... I I went down the rabbit hole. I had forgotten about her appearance on Letterman. Oh, yeah, the old headlight shuffle. Yep, when she got and jumped on David... and I thought he thought it was funny. In fact, he kind of reacted. He didn't think it was funny at all. Did you know that? I've heard
3: him in interviews, and he said it was his, the word he used was it was delightful.
4: Oh well, the, I read something. Maybe I, I should have read two or three things instead of one. But he didn't like it. He thought it uh, took away from the show. Was the thing that I read. Uh, I, could I, yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Drew it. man, just. She's just a she's a cutie patootie. I mean, she always has been. She had she went through her wild years a little bit, but I, she's I from know. an
3: acting family. Her great grandfather was the guy in the wheelchair, and it's a wonderful life.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: A lot of other actors, but she just of became annoying to me. Am I the only one?
4: No, probably others. And we'll that know. talk show, good lord! Oh, I can't watch the talk show. The talk show is abysmal. I mean, it's awful. It is really awful, but. Uh, but I, I can look past it. 51st uh, Dates. Did you ever see the movie 51st Dates? I was getting Dates? ready to
3: bring that up, actually. I used to, I was, there was a, I was friends with a, a woman and we, we were just friends, but we had the same taste in dumb movies. Mm-hmm. We would occasionally go see dumb movies together. And that's one that we went to see. And about 40 minutes into that movie, if I could have found a cliff to jump off of head first,
4: I would have done it. So you didn't like it? No. <laughs> no. Do you ever see Fifty First Dates? Yeah. How did you feel about it? I would have been waiting at the bottom of that cliff. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I liked it. I thought it was good. It had Adam Sandler in it and her. All right. Get out. You're off the show. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: I gotta. I gotta be honest. Look, I, I get people that like Adam Sandler. I like Adam Sandler. He's a great guy. I do guy. too. Great guy. And some of his stand standups actually funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got had some good movies, but
3: that movie. He's got a yeah.
5: Uh, he he doesn't. Every movie he does with her is just.
4: Not yeah close. there was another one they did that wasn't good what was it? Do you, I. It,
3: it was something about uh, what well, home fries that wasn't him though that no. was
4: her uh, she was in uh, with Jimmy Fallon uh, in fever uh, pitch I loved that movie
5: you hated it too didn't you well it's got two of two people I don't really find that amusing Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore <laughs> God. I'm with him.
4: It was a good movie. Anyway, (laughs) you're ruining this for me. Drew Barrymore, who I love, who I was going to tag on that. No, I wasn't going to. But uh, Drew Barrymore, how old is she today over there, John Dawson? Tied one to one. Why are you looking at me like you want to murder me with that hockey stick? (laughs) That's probably a good reason
5: for it. You can't add a season. Moving on. 48.
4: For somebody who hates Drew Barrymore, you know exactly how old she is today. The E.T. was 82,
3: and she was like four or five. I was trying to
4: well, there you go. allegedly she's do four, math. She's 48 today. You take a two-to-one lead. How about a local birthday and someone I challenge you to find someone who doesn't love this man, Bill Ellis. Today is Bill Ellis's birthday. I heard Brian
3: Hakes can't stand him.
4: That's not true. In fact, Bill <laughs> Ellis scheduled to be on the show tomorrow, uh, so we'll be talking to him a day after his birthday tomorrow here on the uh, brian hank show but bill ellis how so, old is he today no i no, love bill no birthday game tomorrow folks <laughs> there you go how old is bill today uh jonathan massey and i know you feel your your affection for him is just about as strong as mine is i, I think a i lot love of bill I do. bill is just exceptional guy
5: um I hate it for whatever poor Schmo has to follow him as Parks and Rec director. <laughs> um.
4: Who is going to be on the show tomorrow too? Corey Povar, <laughs> <laughs> Corey Povar, and Bill Ellis tomorrow. Wait a minute. Doesn't Corey oh, Povar sign your checks? No. Here's oh. your Bill Ellis bobblehead. That There's my Bill. Look, my Bill Ellis bobblehead right here. Is I'll that the to... autographed one? Yep, it is. Look, he's got it right there on his chest. There you it go. is
5: for sale on Amazon. Not that particular one, but. You can go on Amazon right, or not Amazon, eBay right now and buy Bill Ellis bobbleheads. That is, I just think it's cool that Bill Ellis has bobbleheads for sale on eBay.
4: Well, he's not selling them.
5: We don't know that.
4: (laughs) There you go. I'll ask him tomorrow. Hey, man, a gig is a gig. A gig is a gig. Bill Ellis, how old is he today, though, Jonathan Massey?
5: I hate these because, especially, he's gonna be on the show tomorrow. Sixty-seven.
4: You say 67. What do you say, John Dawson? Wait a minute. What's the score right now? You're up 2-1, to one, John Dawson. 66. Perfect. Come on, Jonathan. You've got to give John I give credit. him nothing. <laughs> 66 years old. Congratulations. You've already clinched the day over there, John Dawson. There you go. I was going to
3: say 49, but I
4: decided to go to be safe. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you lead 3-1. to one. Get your calculators out because oh, you're definitely going your to need them birthday? i love you john dawson because you don't want to know how you, you want to know that i love you how's that i was about to give you something you were going to have to edit okay but i'm not going to this is a dead person uh, it's good. the father of our country the first president ever in the history of the united states of america it's george, george washington there you go he could not tell a lie george washington he died in 17 17- which, co- which uh- was actually a lie <laughs> <laughs> He died in 1799. I just think it's so awesome, man. The the people because he was such a hero. He could have been president for life, and he said, "No, I will not do that. I will only serve two terms because I don't want to be like a king, like what they have in England." I don't know, dude. Just a a great guy, George Washington, uh, John Dawson. You get to guess first. He died in 1799. How old would he be today? I don't have my glasses on. You say 286.
5: This is not a joke. 287?
4: <laughs> That's awesome. He was born February 22nd, 1732. He'd be 291 today. Bah! Doesn't matter because you'd already clinched the day. Jeremy oh, okay. Boston. So yeah. congratulations. You win. You only trail nine days to seven. Uh, a birthday, not local, but uh, the first guy I ever worked for in radio, uh, Calvin Hastings, uh, mm-hmm. back in uh, Cherryville and Lincolnton and shelby he owns radio stations in four different cities and was very good to me uh for whatever reason uh if i remember he came to me and said hey i think you would be good on the radio and i did a pregame show for him did the the witherspoon insurance pregame show Uh, Mm -hmm. which we previewed uh, all the football games in the area. I think I started that in, good Lord, 1996, Mm -hmm. maybe 1997. And that's the only radio I did until I did the Blues and Boogies show at WSGE in Dallas, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Then I was out of radio until 2019 when me and two of my good friends, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, decided to get back together and do a radio show. Or get back together. make (laughs) it sound like we were apart. Get together and do a radio show. But Calvin Hastings was the very first one in uh, 1997 that put me on the radio on four on four radio stations in uh in western north carolina
3: i'm glad i mean i'm a big podcast guy but i do still really like radio i do too. especially if you i'll still go back
4: and listen to old art bell shows when i can't sleep that's awesome that's awesome but anyway uh congratulations Sean dawson you've now cut it to nine days to seven let me look at this we got one two three four more shows left here in february you trail nine to seven so, you're not in drop-dead territory yet, but it's good. You've, you've got to uh, win three. You've got to win three, but you've uh, strung together back-to-back wins here uh, this week. Don't call it a comeback, Brian. You've been here for years. Mm-hmm. Hey, if today's your birthday, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoECO Office Automation. And thank you again uh, to uh, our good friend Jacques Paslec, who just texted me. Hey, uh, that's the first hour. Coming up, the second hour of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.